Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Secrets of the Saddle, All Things Cycling Podcast with your host, Sylvie Doe, who's been on a freaking road trip for the last two weeks, attending two events. One is a gravel event. One is a road event. My gravel event was in Kansas, Emporia, Kansas, for Unbound XL. That's a separate episode uh, that you'll have to check out. But so go back to the the uh, podcast and find my race report about Unbound because it's epic. It's painful. <laughs> it was something that. Um, I like when I finished I, I didn't even want to talk about bikes I didn't want to think about it and honestly um and I had a, a ton to process over that race um just because I didn't get to finish it so but that's all I'm gonna say I have lots of things to say about that so make sure you go back to that episode and check it out I'm gonna also it, that one will be a good one to watch on YouTube because I will be showing you my bike and everything I did um, to prepare my bike and also uh, things that I put on my bike and things like that. So that one will be good for YouTube. Go check it out. So what I'm going to be talking about is the race, the Ride to Conquer Cancer. And so I chose to do it again this year uh did actually active fundraising uh i raised more than i did last year last year i raised 700 it's actually a minimum of 2500 by the way uh, i think i i i wasn't penalized because i started really late i wasn't because of covid i wasn't even sure if i if, if i was going to be able to attend um so Anyways, but this year, thank you everyone uh, for donating. I I raised over $3,000 and you can still donate to the Ride to Conquer Cancers for the Princess Margaret Research Center in Toronto, which is one of the top five leading research centers. So they do research on all cancers. Okay, so if you you donate, you can choose which cancer research you want your money to go to. So if it's prostate or colon or lung, whatever, breast cancer, you can donate it there. Um, so yeah, I chose to do it again and I reached out and I got a couple girlfriends to come with me. So I had two. I had Jennifer and Jennifer Salm and Wendy McLeod. 
Love you, girls. It was amazing to have friends. Uh, last year, I did it by myself. I drove up there by myself, um, stayed at Wendy's place, actually. And I said, next year, girlfriend, you're coming with me. Um, and it was a ton of fun. So here's why it was a ton of fun. And if you're listening to this and it really intrigues you, I'm going to be going back next year. I believe that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, and uh, basically, you can start. I'm not sure when they do the transition. It's somewhere in the fall where you can start your 2024 pledge page and you can start raising money like six months beforehand. So if you're worried about raising the money, I mean, six months to raise $2,500, it's not very long. You just keep, you know, sharing with friends, sharing on social media, sharing your story, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so what I did is I wrapped it around um, the Unbound because it was two events, two weeks, totally 724 kilometers written. So I put it all together and that was just me. You don't have to do that, but it just so happens that's what, that's how these events these two events fell in my calendar and literally after this I'm not doing anything else I'm going to be hanging out at home uh doing some group rides doing some gardening taking care of my chicken coop you know stuff stuff outside of cycling and, and you know life stuff um hey I'm going to see my son's uh, flag football games so but here's the thing I have literally been on the road for two weeks. I drove to Kansas, I participated in Unbound, and then I took um, four, five days to come across to be in Toronto Friday morning to join up with Wendy and Jen and um, go to check-in and everything. So needless to say, I have been sitting in my car for a very long time. I think I've done over 6,000 kilometers. However, it's been really great. Like I've organized my car. I did lots of camping. I saw lots of great places and, um, and I won't regret it. Like, you know, through my podcast, I've met some really great people and through my training pro winter training program. Um, so I went and I visited my friend Damien Foley who is in Smithville, Illinois and he has the um, Smithville bike co-op in Smithville and um, he also runs like, some gravel events and I can't remember them off the top of my head but you can go and check out his podcast episode just uh, search Damien Boley, B-O-L-E-Y, and you'll find it. Um, and he was with Peggy. I didn't get to meet her, but it was so cool. And he offered me to stay in his Airbnb. Uh, it wasn't being used, which was amazing. Um, nice to have a bed and just laundry, you know. And, um, and this guy's entrepreneurial, man. Like, he actually has a, um, a, 
kayak and paddleboard rental business at the local uh, swimming hole, swimming hole, Smithville Reserve uh, Lake. And uh, so anyways, I got to do a little bit of paddle boarding, which is nice. Like, honestly, my legs were in such pain for like two days and my crotch uh, took all week to uh, scab over. Yeah, that, you know, yeah, scab over and heal itself a little bit before this weekend. So I'll be sharing that in my Unbound uh, race report because all was leading up with Unbound. But I did also get to meet my friend Carl, who was in my winter training program. And he, kudos to Carl, uh, shout out to him, is getting ready for Coast to Coast, the Michigan race from Michigan to Huron, uh, which I can't wait to hear his report. He has been having some great gains from my program. Um, and I'm really looking forward to launching it um, shortly at the end of the summer. Um, so race report, again, a five-star event like food. I don't know. I have not eaten so much food at a cycling event. Um, we're trying to figure out how much of our race registration or fundraising goes to food. And we're thinking probably about $100 a person, like food and alcohol, because everything is provided, my friends, wine and beer and food and like along the course. And as soon as you get there and there, and if you're in the corporate group appetizers. So I, so when I started putting it out there, I had Jen and uh, Wendy join me and I was like, oh, well, there's, I was hoping to have a bigger contingent of women, to tell you the truth. However, I didn't. So then last year, I reached, I um, gained a contact from Scotiabank because I ended up riding with a bunch of guys. And And so I gained uh, one of their contact information um, for their team. And so I reached out to them and said, hey, um, do you take people who are not Scotiabank employees to be on your team? And we all know, like, it's all about numbers um, for these corporate groups, the amount of people and their fundraising numbers. Um, so they said, yeah, sure. So, and I also know that they have a corporate tent. So as soon as you arrive, you can go to the corporate tent, you can get food, they have appetizers and food and they give away free swag. So, not stupid. <laughs> this is also where the fun is and the networking is and everything. So, um, so we joined them and so we're part of their group. So there's like a hundred, I think there's 120, in the or maybe there's 160 but only 120 actually rode um so in the group there's 100 i think there's 160 but i'm not sure but they said 120 were there physically participating um so i arrived 
uh, Friday morning around 10 o'clock at Jen's place. I had spent the night at Erie, Michigan. Yeah, no, sorry, Erie, Pennsylvania. I could have put how many states I passed through uh, in the last two weeks. So Erie, Pennsylvania, highly, highly recommend. Go there and stay with the family. Um, stay at Sarah's Campground. Sarah's Campground in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, really nice. She's like, she's like, hey, do you want to? As it was actually cheaper than the last one place I stayed at. Um, she's like, hey, do you want to stay on the beach? On the beach. I'm like, okay, that sounds really cool. But it was it was so loud, the crashing of the waves, like being like, you know, 10 feet from the waves. I could not sleep. So my car is parked at the other end of the campground. So I basically got on my bike and biked over there and slept in my car. Anyway, so that morning I got up super early. I left around six o'clock and I got into Toronto at 10. And so got to Jen's place. I had a quick nap. I don't really need a nap. Um, and then we biked, we drove over to uh, the, um, the Toronto Expo area to sign in and get our jersey and all that stuff. Some free swag pick up whatever they're good with. Um, and then we met up with Wendy and then we went back and um, we got ready. We went out for supper, which was really nice. And then we came back and um, we, uh, we went to bed. <laughs> Here's a race report, we went to bed. Uh, we got, I got up at five to start eating and everything was prepared. We basically, oh, 5.30, basic, no, 5 o'clock. We basically left at uh, like 6. To get her yeah, breakfast and things. And, uh, and so, so yeah, so we left at quarter to seven uh, because everything was getting ready at eight and they left at 8.30. Uh, and then, yeah, so we biked over with these massive dogs, right? So because we were supposed to be in tents and, uh, and what I did last year is I signed up for a tent. We signed up for tent. But once I got there, once uh, I was invited to a corporate tent, and we, were in, we found out, like this year, we found out that a couple of people dropped out and they gave up their room. So we grabbed their room and, and we still had all our, our stuff in our like for a tent. So anyways, we had the huge duffel bags, must have been like 50 pounds, um, you know, like clothes and toiletries and shit like that, sleeping bag. Um, and we biked on down along the lake shore. It was about 5K. Uh, we had to check in our bags and 
then uh, we got ready to, uh, we found each other and they have a whole spread of breakfast. So as uh, egg McMuffins, bananas, yogurt, like you literally don't have to eat. You just show up and eat. You got your coffee, you go to the bathroom, the event starts. So we used to say like, that's what we did. We ate a little bit extra. Um, and the event started at, at 8.30. Now, when you're there, there's like 4,000 people there. So you know what it's like if you run a marathon or a running race when there's like a couple thousand people. You literally are sifting through people for the first 25 days. <laughs> Till the first pit stop where you can go and you can gorge on more food. Um, so it was kind of like that. You're like riding with large groups of people. Now, the nice thing is, is that they start at the other end at Niagara. So you can ride from Niagara to um, Hamilton to, uh, to McMaster as well. And we met a couple guys in Scotia on the Scotia team that did that. So it's way less people, it's like 400 people. And he said that was so much better because less people, less bunching, you know, like you could ride it. It's like, you know, maybe it's a little bit up from the, the escarpment, but it was, he said it was way better. And so there you go, like that's 125 from there. But in any case, I did the hammer route last year, which is 160. So I'm glad I did the 100 this year. It was nice to see like what the rest stops look like. Like they're they were just like full on like everything. You had your your suntan table and chamois butter. You had water. You had electrolytes. You had um, uh, all sorts of food to pick from. Well, not all sorts of food. Like you know, like Greece food. They had waffles. They had oh my god. They had um tarts like like oh my god you know those tarts with uh like sugar uh sugar tarts oh my god my faves um bananas all sorts you know things that you could pick and bring with you and then you carry on and so there's there's like basic rest stops like every 25 days so you can be new at it and do this because it's sizable chunks, right? Like 25, 25, 25. And you're basically eating at every rest stop. So like, honestly, I, I'm still digesting what I ate today because um, yeah, just ate so much. And then you get to the lunch area. So there's a lunch stop where you pick up a box and it was awesome. It was like chickpea salad with chicken, and you had uh, brownies and um, and apple slices. And you can pick up a pop. And this is all covered, right? And then you finish that, and you take off, and then you go to the next stop. <laughs> and then by the time you get to McMaster's, 
um, you're so full, but you're ready to, you know, just relax. And so what you do is you hang up your bike, you drop, you go grab your bag, and then you go into the, into like basically the, uh, the, the, the tent area, the tent area, like where you can sign up for next year. You've got, um, you know, where you eat, where you're the bar. And then you go down this corridor, which is all the corporate tents. So you go to your corporate tent, they have like, you know, she lounges and like top high tables to sit at. And then they have like all these food, this uh, plates of food, and you can you got a bartender, and so it's really fun to join a corporate group. Oh yeah, here's one thing that happened when we we're on route. So we come up to this railway crossing, and it's going off, and this train like slowly chugs by chugging and then it stops we're all like oh my god what the hell is going on and it's, we all sat there for like 10 minutes and and everybody is just like piling up piling up piling up so we've got like hundreds of people sitting there and then this one cop goes okay you have a detour we're gonna go we're gonna go left left and um there's a bridge that goes over the train so I know this train was like waiting for another train. And so we did like 10K detour. But, you know, after last weekend, I mean, I was like, oh, 100K, a couple of hours. And I'm like, whatever, whatever. And then, and so, and it was really good on my legs. Um, I did start having crotch soreness again um but that's just to expect it like i'm not finished uh healing process hasn't finished um but in any case so there's some really good little rolling hills on the second half or the last half and um it was just funny to see people on there because like i teach a hill climbing clinic on people who in such poor years like i don't know how many people i saw walking because they're still in their big chain ring you know what i'm saying and and uh so that's why i just love teaching hills because it really makes a huge difference to be able to power up those hills and i don't know if people were looking at me but honestly those hills were felt good it felt good going up them and uh yeah and i was just looking around you know um so and then by by like 2:33, we arrived and um went straight to the corporate tent and you know like there's very few women i guess maybe there's there's a small handful like maybe three four that were there and three of us show up and we're just like you know they're like so uh where do you work in scotia we're like we don't work in scotia we just riding for scotia i go yeah but my mortgage is at scotia 
where my mortgage is, as that's Misha. Um, so, but really great guys. We, we were able to meet a, a handful of them because not everybody was there. Uh, we missed the team picture. Uh, but yeah, we just sort of hung out there. Uh, kudos and shout out to Steven. He was the guy who uh, posted about um, a room. And uh, so we stayed in kind of like, not with him, but with him. Um, in the dorms that we were in, it's like you had two double beds, like, and on either side, and then one joining bathroom, one shared bathroom. Um, so it's just really interesting accommodations. But anyways, uh, we had a bed, and that was cool. So, so then we went, we went, oh my God. We went and uh, got showered and changed and came down for supper. We almost missed supper. <laughs> Feeding too many appetizers. Um, almost missed supper and missed out on like half the food that they had available, but whatever. Wasn't really super hungry. Um, and uh, went back to the Went back to the corporate tent and, and just uh, chat up. Oh, um, shout out to Anastasia, who was the coordinator. She did an amazing job getting us like all sorts of kit gear and stuff. Um, and yeah, and like, and then things kind of like wound down at nine. As it's probably good, probably good to get to bed early. Um, because we had a team picture at 6.20, and then it's a good thing to leave early because you just, well, we experienced getting all sorts of, like, big groups, um, like BMO, like Bank of Montreal. They had a huge peloton of people, but moving really really manageably, which was really good to see because if you have a good steady pace and strong people in the front, anybody can sit in there and uh, ride 100K. So it was good to see groups like that. Um, and again, like you have to climb to get out of the escarpment and uh, before you know it, you're at the first stop and you just chow down on stuff. And then not too far later is the lunch stop. <laughs> like literally straight away and where you pick up like uh, some wraps. Uh, I just picked them up. We just picked them up and we ate them further down the next stop. Because like it's, it was just too much food. Too much food. And if you like eating food and riding your bike, well, this is for you. If you're looking to meet men, ladies, this event is for you because there's all sorts of corporate guys there. Uh, guys, I guess, like there's lots of ladies there too, but it's just obviously more men to women. Um, and I just, we just really enjoyed it. Like today, uh, it was 120k to get back to the finish, and the finish is just like a big feast again. More beer, more wine, 
uh, burgers, uh, salads, and then what happens is that as soon as you finish, you basically, there's a transport truck, like a 10 wheeler, and it's open to the back to you. And you just walk your bike there. Volunteers will take your bike and load it into the transport. As soon as it's done, it takes off for Toronto, right? Because we all, you have to get, we have to get back to Toronto. So after you're finished eating, you can go have a quick, quick shower. It's nothing extravagant and just really like just a rinser. Uh, you get changed and then you hop on one of the Greyhound buses to go back to Toronto. So it's like an hour, almost two hour ride. And as soon as you get there, your bike is waiting for you. And you get on your bike and you go home. And it is so well organized. Steve Berger is um, like a whiz at this. He used to run 24 hours of salt, no, 24 hours of adrenaline. Um, and uh, the only thing is that coming into the finish, there was no like one kilometer, 500 meters, that kind of thing. Cause I was, I was honestly, I was like, oh my God, what? I was like really hammering it for the finish. And I'm like, where's the finish? You know, like, I was just like, I was going forever. Um, and then I saw the tents in the distance. Like I remembered from before, cause we're really, really close to the, um, the falls, the Niagara Falls, which is really cool. Uh, we're kind of like right on top of it, but you know, it is such a well-run event. Like it's just highly recommended. Um, if you don't like to fundraise, just try it. It is really kind of empowering being able to share your story and get people um engaged in your story and why you want to do that it's like my mom's a breast cancer survivor um and uh, now she has heart disease like she had a triple bypass surgery like months ago um and and we all know somebody who's died of cancer of some sort so you know it just goes to a good cause and the thing that i like about it is that it's canadian and i know my money is not going to be like some breast cancer like cloud in the sky where really like 25 percent goes to actually research because it's such a business like breast cancer is i don't like giving to breast cancer uh charities because it uh, for me, I don't even think uh, half the money gets there. But anyways, so here I am. Uh, the weekend is done. On my way home. Yes, I'm recording this in my car. Have to stay awake. No, I'm okay. Um, I'm almost to Ottawa, and I wanted to get this done. But what can I say? Like, I can't say anything more. This year, I did it a little differently, joined a team officially. Um, and the thing about corporate teams is that 
a lot of them are in the Toronto area, and I get it. It's a Toronto kind of event, but you know, all these banks have different branches, and why not? You know, um, market it to you know branches, other branches in in Ottawa. And uh, yeah. so if you have any questions, DM me about this. Um, I'd love to answer them. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, like you can start early. You still have time after the event to uh, raise the money. And uh, yeah, and if you give yourself enough time, you definitely can raise that amount of money if you're really resourceful you could do a couple little events to raise the money um and uh and try it try it and don't let yourself get bogged down with the, the distance you could do a one-day event so you can get shuttled back at the end of the evening um on saturday if you don't want to do two days so that's another great option you can be back in your bed by 10 o'clock um and you had you know you're able to participate and take in all the uh all the events but you know there's so many things that you could you can help out and to improve and one of these things is like just Helping getting more women on bikes to these events because um, you know talking to the team like the Scotia team is that there's some people who just didn't train who didn't have time to train um, for the event and so I'm just looking like hey great opportunity to put my winter training program out there and. Um, help people get trained, which is what I do. And what I'm really gonna start doing is um, is cycling coaching. You know, I think it's, I always said that I didn't really like uh, having that commitment, but I think it's something really, that's really needed. And I really do enjoy helping and making, making, you know, helping people get more confident and more skillful at riding bikes so so that's what i'm doing i'm putting it out there uh one-on-one -on -one coaching i haven't put it together yet but it's going to be on my website um by the end of summer so you can think about you know what's your summer experience like so far like how are you comparing yourself and yeah maybe you should be comparing yourself to those who have trained with a trainer or trained effectively over the summer, over the winter, and get yourself one step closer to um, a higher level of fitness. Like, to be honest, you never really arrive. Like, I've been training for like 20 years. You know, only now do I feel like I'm actually getting better and stronger but i've got to continue riding i can't just you know like i had a really strong two two 
two weeks of events. Like I've never done that much mileage ever in a month, ever. <laughs> Check my Strava, go follow me on Strava. So in order to keep up and building on the fitness, like I still, I need to continue riding. I don't need to ride at that volume, that's crazy. Don't have the time for that. But riding at that, like riding volume and, you know, put it into your schedule. Like how much can you commit to or dedicate to on a weekly basis? Like what's it gonna look like? Is it Wednesday, Saturday? Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, like three times a week, you know, true cycling or some interval training, whatever. Um, so, and, you know, little ways to get more in is to do some trainings and then ride home. So you get more volume. I mean, that's what I had to do. Um, leading up to Unbound. Like I didn't have all this time to go out and do volumes of writing. I just didn't. Like I had to work, I had to coach, I had family, um, you know? And so I literally doubled it up with a lot of like uh, meetings in, in, the, in town, uh, my training. That's where I got to do like 100K a week. I just added it up to things I was doing and, and, um, and it really worked, you know, like, so there you have it. That's the ride to conquer cancer 2023. That's my second year. Um, and it's just a great, great route. Well put together event. Um, so with that i hope you enjoyed this episode i'm gonna put a link below um you can continue to donate to my fund or you can go and check out the link itself and check out the full event um i think on facebook i to conquer cancer check out all the pictures you can go to my facebook or instagram page and check out my posts um yeah and so i have you have a great evening and uh don't forget to share this with somebody who maybe you would like to uh do this with and then when you see me post for 2024 you can join me with a corporate team yeah and then you know you're just with a bigger group doesn't mean you gotta ride with them i didn't we didn't ride with them at all um they're just all over the place um so yeah make sure you have your friends and join me and then we join the um the corporate team yeah all right have a great evening. Don't forget to ride your bike. Be intentional about it. Uh, keep your eye on my um, on my website, sylviedaou.ca, um, for the winter training program. 
it will be up there in August and I will start talking more about it then, but you can go and check out some of the things that I have going there now. I will be adding more right learn to um, sorry bike maintenance clinics and a learn to ride clinic which is really really huge for building up confidence and skills to ride safely with others so with that have an amazing day and we'll see you on the next podcast don't forget to check out my unbound excel youtube video um, about my race report all right take care Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast, learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.